Hello everybody, and welcome to part two. That is right, this is part two, so if you have found us first, please go back and make sure you have listened to part one. And, now that you've listened to part one, it is time for everyone's favorite segment, Living in Chandeland. Living in Chandeland! Also, it's a beautiful day to podcast. <laughs> also, real quick before we do Chandeland, I need everyone to know that Carmen's serial killer trait, well he probably has a lot, but this one is prevalent because he just did this right in front of me um carmen will open a pack of gushers and pour the entire pack in his mouth and that's how he eats it and that's insane no that's what that's what a serial killer does once they've tied you up and but before they chop all your fingers off no a serial killer would chop one finger and then go oh i need a break and they take one gusher and then they go all right that was good and then they go to the next thing they go oh i am pooped and then they would go in another gusher no the entire also, pack in your mouth. Is that how you eat Skittles too? Yeah. Ooh. Little mini pack. Little mini, Carmen, mini pack. You yeah. have to eat them by color. What's wrong with you? No, I want to taste the entire rainbow one at a time. Like not, I don't want to one at a time. I want the entire rainbow explosion all in my mouth. I'm offended. Can I tell you something that won't offend you? You can try. I ended up pulling out a come from behind win in my fantasy game okay, the first night. of all. <laughs> You just said pulling out and followed it up with come from behind. I always <laughs> come from behind when I pull out. So anyways, uh, um, you, so no, you, well, I thought you might win true. because I saw the, uh, the sealer, the Steelers had a pick six and a touchdown. It was a fucking um, and great so game. I was like, that's going to get him more points. Cause I knew you had the Steelers as your defense. So I was like, Oh wow. That's, you know, cause you only needed like 20 points to, to beat the other person. And they didn't have anyone playing that on Monday. So I knew you like had a chance. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I ended up winning by three points. So nice. It's a good. One. Yeah, it's a good one. Um, I was it really was, upset because Nick Chubb, who plays for, not the Steelers, who was he the had Chief? like a gruesome no, injury, right? Who does he play for? The the Washington <gasps> Chubbs. No, no, it's Kansas the City. Pittsburgh Chubbs. No, it's not Kansas City. Fuck. The Kansas City Chubbs. It's not. No one is named Chubbs. <laughs> like Although, he is named Chubb. Nick the Chubb. Kansas City Chubbs was the closest, though. No, what is what? This is going to bother me. Google. Who did they play? Let's just Google. I don't fucking Cardinals, know. The I Cardinals. Don't... He plays the for Cardinals. the Cardinals. It's the Cardinals. The Arizona Cardinals. No, the football Cardinals. Yeah, the... they're in Arizona. The baseball ones are in St. Louis. The football ones are in Arizona. We're we're on the internet. Everyone's screaming. Also, I I, I also I, have to imagine I don't look. I, it's the Browns. Also, it's the Browns. <laughs> Just to be clear, it's the Cleveland Browns. <laughs> of so course, a guy named Chubb plays for so, the Browns. <laughs> like what so, the fuck? <laughs> but he had um, a gruesome injury, all, though, right? He's it. It was really bad. Um, unfortunately, I saw it. We were watching the game, and they didn't. It was like the the angle of the play was like one of the top angles, so you can't see it at all. Um, but when we realized he was taken out and it was like really bad because ABC said they're like, we, we're not replaying the injury. Like it's too, we're not going to show the close up of the of the hit because it's like so bad. So I was on Twitter just trying to like see if anyone had posted an update um, because I know like a lot of times it'll like hit Twitter first. And so I was like, oh, like just trying to see if there was an update and some fucking asshole put the really close shot. And on Twitter, the videos will just play when you scroll. Like, if you stop on it, it just plays automatically. So I did see it. Um, I did actually, like, think I was going to throw up for a minute. Like, it was really, really bad. Um, And he had a really bad knee injury on the same knee when he was in college that they thought was career-ending. And luckily, he was able to come back from that because he played for Georgia. Um, And so, like, just, like, my heart goes out for him because also when I was on Twitter, like, trying to find – it was just, like – all these stories about how he's like one of the nicest NFL players. And like, he's done so much um, for Cleveland since he's moved there. And he's just like, so committed to the sport, but like also really committed to like bettering like wherever he lives. And he's just like this really great guy. And I'm just like, feel for him because I really, you know, you never, it's like, why do, why do these things happen? It's so sad. So I really just hope that he ends up being okay. But like, it was really bad. It was a, that is not how legs are supposed to be. Yeah, it's from what I hear is there people are speculating it's uh, career ending 
and yeah. be, only because there was already a, a pretty drastic injury from before on the same yeah. leg. But obviously, we we never hope that we want everyone it's, to be it's definitely season ending, which sucks. It's only the second game. Um, and like, he's one of those ones that people like, I know I, I'm not a Browns fan, but I know that he's good because I know a lot of people who play fantasy football and they're all like, a lot of people are always like, Oh, we got to get Chubb. Like we got to get Nick Chubb. Like he, he's so good. Um, so I like, but it, then it's like even more heartbreaking to like learn that he's like just this great person who like pours so much of like what he gets from the sport back into his community. It's just like, ouch, like so sad. So yeah. I just like hope that it ends up being okay for him. And it's, it sounds like he has a good support system, but it's so sad because that's like one of the things that, you know, you and I were talking about playing a sport last week. There's always like a timeline on it. Like you just can't do it forever, but you don't expect that to be like, cause he's only like 27, I think. So he's just a couple years out from being drafted. Yeah. So it's just sad. Yeah. Super sad. Anyways, um, um, it did make me want to vomit when I saw the video because it was yeah. really bad. I don't like going and watching those videos. Just let, let, yeah, what's Michael the saying? Like, let that dog fly. I was like, I don't want you to see it. I was like, I don't want anyone to see it. I don't know why this asshole posted this on the internet. Yeah. Some people just want to watch the world burn. Truly. Yeah, I, I am undefeated in my fantasy league and it's really pissing everyone off because I really <laughs> don't even know that much about, I, yeah. I know about football, the sport, but like medium, other than Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> No, I mean, I know the rules to football, and I understand at least the down system. And uh, so if I, was I trying said to explain offsides, to... would you know what that meant? Yeah. Tell me. Offsides is when... The, the, there's an the, offside penalty. What does that mean? Offsides is when the, um, the offensive line player goes into past the line of scrimmage into the defense. But encroachment is when defense goes into... The offensive side? I don't think it's not actually passing line of scrimmage. It's basically just like false start. Well, false start is isn't that a different penalty? It's I think it's like the same thing. But I think offsides and offsides false start. is oh, if it's only like the people on the ends. Got like it. These guys off to the side. <laughs> mm. But I also know because I I played football for a year, so I oh, know that also I like you have to have. Always. You have to have a certain number of like receivers on the line and you can't, you have to have some people behind the line. Uh, you have to make sure that you're clarifying with uh, the referee before the snap or else you can, mm-hmm. you know, get hit with a the penalty. The referee has to get the ball in between plays. Yeah. Because there was one, there was one game last year where they didn't give the referee back to the ball and the time ran out. It was very bad. <laughs> mm, I do remember that. I remember that. It was drama. So. Okay. Living in Shondaland. Living in Shondaland. Okay. Yeah. Um, All right, guys, we're yeah. gonna get right to it. <laughs> Three we'll never people. Get old me. Three people. It's the. It's all the siblings. It's it's Aunt Joyce's people. You are almost right. Mm. Okay. 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 I got this. You are two thirds right. The girl. The the niece. The niece. Okay. And the guy with hair. Okay. Out of those two, those are my those are my picks. Am I right okay. on those? Yes. Okay. And then the third one is you didn't tell me if it's a man or a woman. Um, I did not. It's the oncologist, the doctor. Yay! Yay! I get so mad when you get predictions right, but I love it when you get Shonda Land right. I don't know I, why. So I'm so proud of I, you. I also I was like I really mean, nervous. That, I was like, he, he's not going to get it, but I'm so proud of you. You did it. That's and yeah. that's two episodes in a row. You did it last yeah. one too. Yeah, I feel good about that. I'm 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 getting there. I still to this day though, the one that I'm most proud of is when I was like, oh yeah, it's the guy from the fucking bank, and you're like, how? <laughs> um, I was like, it's got. Well, you told me. I think you led it with it, it's obscure, and yeah, I was able yeah, to put yeah. two and two together on that. But yeah, yeah no, I I like getting living in Shauna Land correct. So tell us about tell us about our friends. Okay, Kimberly Elise is Dr. Swinder. She's in one episode of Private Practice. Molly That Hagen. makes sense. Mm-hmm. Molly Did she Hagen. play Dr. Swinder in Private no. Practice? She oh. plays someone called Angie. Oh, what a downgrade. <laughs> they live um, in the same universe. It gets way worse than that. 
Okay. All right. Let me tell you about that. Molly Hagen, who was Jackie, the niece, one episode of Private Practice. She is it. That's, do you not remember her? She coughed all the blood. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I remember mm-hmm. her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. She was the one who drove she her husband. Uh, she got she shot unkind. in the face. Right? Yes. I wasn't sure when that episode, I was pretty sure that episode had happened, but I wasn't sure yet. But yes, she did get shot in the face in private yeah. practice. That so. was a, that was an insane episode. Like <laughs> the end when he's like, no, like I, like I'm good. Because she made me do it. She wanted me to do it. I'm like, she never bro. said it, but she did want it. And then it was like, yeah. ooh. No one wants <laughs> to get shot in the face. You're a murderer. Yeah. Interestingly enough. Um, okay. Yeah. And so, and then she was also in one episode of How to Get Away with Murder. And then. I, I think I remembered her specifically from that. I think I remembered that. Todd Waring played Tobin, which is the nephew with hair. Not board meeting. Um, and he was in one episode of Scandal. I don't remember him. I don't think you It was just like, you know, I don't know. Some like right. one-off guy. Um, so, yeah, that was Living in Chocolate this week. So good. Yeah. Um, so, okay. Let's talk about... Do you want to do Alex and Izzy first or Meredith and Derek first? Let's start with Alex and Izzy. Okay. That's kind of what I was thinking as well. Let me just say, I want to say one of the things that I know I said this kind of off the cuff because I was upset, but I love that what my comment was became an entire fucking plot point for this episode. When I said, I'm a little bit annoyed that Izzy didn't tell George they're supposed to be best friends. And George was upset the whole time. And I was insert Captain Holt vindication. Yeah, I mean, like it makes sense that George would be upset about that. And I'm glad that that was addressed. But I also stand by why I think it makes sense that Izzy told Christina because she didn't want to tell the people that were going to react in an emotional way. Because I don't Which think she did. could handle that burden. Exactly. Um, so, yeah. Uh, so Alex is like pacing around outside the room and the nurse is like, do you want me to put a cot in there for you? And he's like, no, I'm a doctor. OK, not an answer, but whatever. Um, yeah, as if it, like that makes it less creepy that you're just pacing don't around, sleep, guys. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, uh, oh, okay. So Alex is one of the people harassing Derek, and again, we all know I'm the president of the hating Derek fan club. But I think Derek, for the most part has proven to be a very, very good and competent doctor. A lot of my hatred for Derek is personality and relationships. And, and I don't hitting think, a ring into the woods. I don't think if you want someone to do a good job, you should bring up that time that they had like a full mental breakdown and did a bad job. And then the thing that caused the mental breakdown to happen. So I'm like, if you want him to do a good job, shouldn't you like not bring that up? Yeah, that's like encouragement 101. Don't talk about the elephant in the room. It's yeah, fine. Yeah, like, like he knows. All, he didn't he, forget. <laughs> yeah, trust me. Look at his beard. Okay, which also <laughs> he does look good with a beard. He does. Handsome. I'm like, handsome why did you beard. shave that? Why did you shave it off? Yeah. I like, I like beard, Derek. <laughs> um. Yeah, I was a fan. So, yeah, Alex pacing. He goes to Meredith. He's like, is your boyfriend okay? Because I was there when he tried to cut out that girl's frontal lobe. And it was not fun. And Meredith is like, yeah, he's fine. That's why he's back. And Alex like, he better be okay. I'm like, all right, settle down. <laughs> we know this is a big deal. You're not making it any better. Yeah. And that's when he goes, oh, and also your mom goes to college. Oh, okay. For good measure. <laughs> um, so... What else? Oh, so they all go in to Izzy's room, like Dr. Swinder, Bailey, the chief, Derek. And then before Alex, Izzy and Christina uh, and George did not go and Izzy go in or go to Izzy's room. Bailey's like, if you go in there, you're going in as her friend. She has enough doctors like you're not 
going to go in there as more doctors. Like you're going to be here to be a supportive person. Um, so I like Can I ask moment. a clarifying question about that scene? Mm-hmm. Did they announce that Dr. Swender was going to be there in that moment? What do you mean? Because she started talking and I was like, who the fuck is this lady? And <laughs> it wasn't until halfway in the episode that I was like, oh, that's Dr. Swender. I think they said who sh- that she was in there at some point. Okay. Because I definitely had a, uh, when she was like, are you people done? I was, I had a, who are you? Who are you? Who are you? Hamilton moment. And I was like, yeah. who is this kid? What's she going <laughs> to do? Um, and I was like, in my head, I just didn't know who the fuck that, that was. So yeah. it later on. And then she's like, welcome to the cancer wing, bitches. Yeah. She did kind of say that. Um, not the vibe. So, uh, I just didn't know if I Web- missed something. I was like, what the fuck did I miss? What possibly yeah, I think could you I miss? might missed? have. I think so. But Weber and Bailey are going to be doing the tumors on Izzy's liver. So they uh, ask her if they wanted, if she wants to harvest her eggs before the radiation starts. Uh, Derek is going to obviously do the brain tumor. And he's like, oh, it's so weird that we like didn't catch this sooner because it normally has like a really bad hallucinations. And Alex is like, that's on me. That yeah. was on me, guys. She fully told me about that, and that is on me. I knew at that moment that he was going to internalize this and blame himself all fucking episode. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah. You should, I mean, yeah, you should have caught it sooner, but also she's, would they say she's a 29-year-old, of like, healthy yeah. person? Also, it's, he, and his point, he's like, well, I'm just used to crazy people. So I'm just like, yeah, it's fine, whatever. <laughs> Yeah. Which is like also needs some therapy, but it's fine. Um, so yeah, the oncologist, Dr. Swinder is super blunt, super brutal. She's like, um, just so you know, we are probably going to find more cancer. So like, we're just going to like beat the ever living shit out of you with this cancer treatment. Like, which obviously like I, there's no gentle cancer treatment. Like cancer treatment is brutal. Because they have to, like, basically your body like has to attack itself. And the thing that they use to kill the cancer will kill, like, you know, a lot of other parts of you. And so it's, like, really, really, like, intense. But, like, she's so, like, there's no, she doesn't seem like a hopeful person. And I feel like that's what you would want in an oncologist is, like, we're going to do all this. And then, and then it's going to be worth it because it's probably going to work. Like, there's a good chance it'll work. And I know that it's not a good chance. Like, it's 5%. But, like... Damn, bitch. Yeah, like, she's like, it's aggressive it. and it's harsh. Buckle up, buttercup. And punches yeah. her in the face for good measure. Yeah, like spits on everybody. Yeah. I don't know. And, and then, well, then then Alex gets the, the zinger of just try keeping her frontal lobe inside her skull this time. And I'm like, yes, no need to what, warm up. Like, come on, guys. That's literally when I was like, okay, I know that I don't like Derek. And I do like Alex, but this is not the vibe. I am not on team Alex in this moment. I'm like, keep that shit to yourself. That does not help anybody. Like, do you feel better? Because you've accomplished absolutely nothing. Yeah. Um, oh, and I, when Bailey just like shakes her head at him, she's like, really, bro? That's what you're going to fucking do? Yeah. Um, and yeah. But Derek says like the tumor hasn't grown, which is good. And he's like, do you have any questions? And that's when he's like, oh, and so um, Derek's like, hmm, good talk. Um, and then Bailey's glad like, I gave you, gotta, you this courtesy and, and doesn't gl- even fucking go in the room. Yeah. Like, so annoying. I'm just going to shit on Derek and then just make eye contact with Izzy and then fucking leave. Like, yeah, like she sees him. Yeah. Like I empathize with the fact that like this is obviously also hard for him, but like show up. Yeah. Show up like you're not even show like you're not even there. People are better than no people, Alex. Truly, truly. In in this like, scene. In the this, bare in minimum this you can do is stand in that room. Yeah. And you're not doing it. Yeah. Um. So then, oh, Dr. Swinder tells Christina, like, oh, some, like, the test results came and it's, like, worse than they thought. So they're going to have to do this really toxic treatment. Um. And Christina's like, why would you tell her that before surgery? Like, there are studies that show that if you give a patient bad news before surgery, then the surgery goes worse. 
And she's like, well, I don't really care and I have time, so I'm going to do it. And then Christina's like, well, I'm going to lie to you about where Izzy is, which yeah, uh, full full support. Oh, absolutely. It is interesting. She's like, well, it doesn't matter if I tell her today or if I tell her tomorrow. I But but my, my calendar is empty right now because that's apparently what all doctors can do is just clear their calendar whenever <laughs> they want. So... Yeah, it was. I mean, just fucking have some compassion. It it is interesting that they wrote this character seemingly on, at face value, devoid of all compassion and empathy mm-hmm. so yeah. far. Yeah, and also it's interesting that Christina is the one that's like, "Don't give someone bad news," but she backs it up with like, "Well, there are studies that show like if it's you do yeah, this, it's science it's based." Yeah. So um, then. The chief goes to Alex and he's like, so we're going to harvest Izzy's eggs um, and eggs have a better chance if they're embryos. So do you Catch want my to drift? put your sperm in this cup for me, please? And it is an awkward conversation. And then every interaction they have after that is also very awkward and it's delightful. Yeah. So Alex has a staring contest with the cup <laughs> in the on-call room. And doesn't do it because he gets paged and then um, won't talk to Izzy about it uh, also. And then uh, goes back to the on-call room and uh, again is like just staring, staring at it. And Al- or Richard knocks on the door and he's like, wanted to see how you ca- how it's going. <laughs> yeah. Did you like that one? Mm-hmm. And then Alex is like, I'd be a lot better if you weren't knocking on the door. Um, and then Fair. Meredith just comes in and I love this. You left the door unlocked. That's bold. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, bro. So funny. Like this you're just going to your place of employment. <laughs> someone's just going to walk in and Alex is just going to fucking town on himself. And yeah. he's like, can you get out? Like lock <laughs> the door, bro. Yeah. <laughs> like my God. Uh, so funny. I will say though, this is, this is an intense scene. This is a great scene. I, I think Alex don't. Alex does a good job. Yeah, I'm not usually a fan. What's the name of this this actor? Justin Chambers. I'm not usually a fan of. I don't love. I don't like Alex in that way. But Justin Chambers acted the fuck out of the scene. Yeah, the blog thingy was like everyone was like sobbing while we were filming this. I believe it. Yeah, it's when he. When he's saying this isn't, yeah, this isn't like, how this is supposed to happen. Out. Yeah, and Meredith's like, Meredith's I know, just like I know, this is crap. I know, I hate this. I know, this isn't how Izzy and I were supposed to make a baby. Yeah, that one is so sad. Fucking dagger, dagger, bro. Yeah, intense. Yeah, but then so upsetting. He does it. Mm-hmm. And he just plops it right in front of the chief. The thing that I don't get about that is Weber used his spoon that he was eating with to move the bag. He also had a plate with a sandwich and chips, so I don't know why he had a fork. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even catch that. Yeah, I noticed that as well. That's so funny. I'm like, just use your hand. Yeah. I, I hate that he used his own utensil to move the bag. <laughs> yeah. It's so weird. Weird choices were made. Um, anyways. Yeah. So yeah, he I love the scene with him and Meredith. Like it's so good. I love that Meredith is like, just came in case you wanted to talk about your masturbation. Um it's just a very and then Richard goes, Karev, I'm eating, and Alex goes, It's fine, I washed my hands. Mm. And then the chief is like, did you talk to Izzy about this? And Alex is like, "Mm, nope. (laughs) But here's my jizz. Um, Also, Bailey, such a such a good episode for Bailey. Legit. The angel queen, as per always. Yeah. So she is with Izzy and Izzy's knitting and she's like, oh, well, I told them not to visit me like they're busy. Um, and then Bailey's like quizzing her and she says, well, I don't want you to get rusty because in a year you're going to have to be doing this. And Izzy says, do you think I'm going to be here in a year? And she's like, yeah, I do think you will be in here in a year. So fucking tell me how you would do this. 
Because you're going to need to teach your fucking residence, bitch. Yeah. And then she comes back later and Izzy's finished the scarf. And um, she's like, you finished that whole thing? And she's like, yeah, I, like no one came to visit me. So I had a lot of time. Um, Sad. Yeah. And they all when they're all at lunch and they figure out that no one has gone to visit her. Sad. It um, also it's it was an interesting scene dynamic because George, I think George and Meredith are there first. And she's like, well, did you go see Izzy? She's like, well, no. Why? Why would I? I'm she didn't want to see me. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm whatever. I'm on a pity party. She's dying, but I'm on a pity yeah. party. And then Christina sits down. She's like, oh, why didn't you guys go see her? And then Alex sit down and is like, well, why didn't you guys go see her? And they're all pointing. It's the Spider-Man meme and they're all pointing at each other. Yeah. And then they no one even gets to her before she goes into surgery. Yeah. And Alex like tries. He does. He run did in, try. But like she's too late. Um, and. Uh, then they do the surgery and they're all like waiting out um, in the hallway and the interns come and knock something over and uh, uh, Meredith tries to tell them to leave and um, Alex is like no let them stay people are better than no people again obviously like the parallels. Um, and then also before they do the surgery, uh, when Derek says, I'll see you soon, Dr. Stevens. And Izzy says, I hope so. And Bailey says, I know so. And then she says, Dr. Bailey, if something goes wrong and Bailey says it won't. And Izzy says the scarf, I made it for you. So cute. And, and she wears a scarf later. later and she's wearing the scarf. My heart. Yeah. I love her so much. We also get a uh, a Derek line of beautiful night to save mm-hmm. lives. And we get it. Yep, there it is. Also, Dr. Swender, get <laughs> out of my <laughs> Another OR. Another time where I'm like, why are you here? What is, is the point? the vibe. Can you stop? Like, again, you guys, I hate Derek. We, it's established, but like she needs to back the fuck off because this is not how you get a successful surgery. No, this you is don't not micromanage your resident that you're like quizzing to make sure he's using the right stuff. This man is like a very established and successful, accomplished neurosurgeon. Fucking Bailey's one of 20 like, in the world. Yeah. Bailey's over here. Like, yeah, I he's I've seen him do better on worse. So fuck off. Well, and then at one point she's like, oh, you really want to use that knife? Like whatever. And then Derek gets his mojo back and he's like, yeah, I do. Shut up. Yeah. And then he lists out all the reasons why he's like, yes, Mm -hmm. because this one, I get to go along the groove of the brain of the brain better. And also Mm -hmm. I can use it to resect this and blah, 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 blah. So how about you mind your own damn business, doctor, whatever your name is? Yeah. Like not the vibe. Yeah. So he does. It, it was good to see him get his mojo back in the middle of the surgery. I actually really did enjoy that. That was yeah, that was. Cool. I agree. I agree. Um, so then uh, when everyone's in the hall waiting, Weber comes over and he's like, what are you all doing? And they're like, we're waiting to hear. And he says, you're scared. I'm scared, too. And then he just kind of pats Alex on the shoulder. Um, and then Miranda comes out and she's like, there was no like we got the whole tumor. Everything's fine. Um, she's in the whatever in recovery, but she's fine. And then they all are like, yay. And they leave. And then Meredith, George, Alex, and Christina are there. And she goes, your friend is just fine. No, thanks to any of you tomorrow. Do better. And I'm like, thank you. Thank you for saying that. Yeah. In this storyline, I also want to point out that we see for the first time in a long time, George and Callie interacting. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted to mention Callie and Arizona and George and Callie before we got past this as well. So I'm glad you brought that up. But um, yeah, so George goes to Callie and she's like, why aren't you in there? And he's like, she didn't tell me. She told Christina and Bailey told me I was the last person to find out and I don't want to talk about it. I want to work. So can I be on your service? And she's like, okay. Um, So then he's super pissed off and he's like breaking all the things. 
And she has the moment where she's in the chapel and Arizona's in there with her. And she's like, I wished that Izzy Stevens would die because like, you know, obviously the history, um, she was one of many reasons that her and George got divorced, but probably one of the main ones. Um, and she's like, I wished her dead all the time. And now she, who does that? Like, I'm a doctor and I wish death on someone. Like I am a terrible person. And Arizona's like, well, are you in here now praying for her to die? And Kelly's like, no, I'm in here praying for her to live. So like, obviously that's the takeaway is like what you did in that like dark moment is not reflective on like what you're doing now. Right. Um, but that comes full circle when like she takes George's rage smashing casts or whatever and um she's like you need to go be with izzy um because he's i don't what does he say like he's like listing why he's mad yeah um, he do i have this written down i thought i may have. oh he's like i asked her over and over again what was wrong and she lied and then she told christina of all people and callie's like oh and also she's your best friend and she might die and she takes the hammer away from him and she says, George, you are my husband and you slept with her. You are the reason that I wished her dead. You owe me this. And I know that you care if she lives or dies. So then she goes with him to like, wait to hear for, about the surgery. Yeah. I will say if there's any validity to where George is at mentally, it's the, I, I was the only one <laughs> yeah. who said, Izzy, what's up? You're clearly Something. not Meredith. Something's wrong with Izzy. Alex, yeah, there's something's something wrong, wrong with, with all Izzy. of us. Yeah, yeah like on. he he called it a mile away. Yeah, and she never said anything to him. Yeah, it is. It is. For, I see where the frustration is coming for his character development. Yeah, but Callie going. You're the reason I wished her to die. So, like, let's fucking go and yeah. make peace with this shit now. Yeah. That's that's um, pretty dope. And then after the surgery, Alex is with Izzy. She's still asleep, but he's, like, crying. And he says, I'm I'm here and holds her hand. And Bailey, that's when Bailey walks by and sees her and she's wearing the scarf. Um, and then uh, at the very end, Alex is laying in the bed with Izzy and she starts to wake up and he says, I snooched into a cup for you today. Snooched, which Who is a term I have snooched? not heard. Never. So I was curious. Yes. If you had heard it, so good to know um, you have not. And she goes, thank you. And that's the end of the episode. Yeah. I. <sighs> Who the fuck says snooched? You could say that's a good jacked question. off, splooged, masturbated. <laughs> Came. Like came beat your meat oh, like don't say that <laughs> not that one uh we don't need more examples thank you for your service though i appreciate what you've contributed so far um but yes i was ready to was make those one to analogies me. keep on coming don't. <laughs> <laughs> um okay so before we move on i do think we need to take a wee moment break to hear a word from our regional sponsors One of the best things about finishing a great book is knowing that you have another one ready to go in your to-be-read pile. With Book of the Month, you can make sure that your to-be-read pile stays stocked and ready to go. Each month, you can use the app to select from five to seven titles vetted and curated by the team at Book of the Month, focusing specifically on debut authors and early releases. If you can't choose just one, you can always upgrade and add more from your selection. And if that TBR pile starts to get a little too tall, you can skip as many months as you need to give yourself a little extra time to catch up on what you have. Personally, I am a huge fan of suspense and psychological thrillers, so I was very excited to see multiple books on the selection list for May that fit that description. I selected two different titles, both of which are set in Washington State, just like our favorite show, Grey's Anatomy. I thoroughly enjoyed The Return of Ellie Black, the first thriller novel from Amiko Jean, and have Middle Tide by Sarah Crouch ready to read on my road trip next week. Right now, you can sign up for Book of the Month and use code PEDALS to get your first book for only $5. That's code PEDALS, P-E-T-A-L-S, to get your first book for only $5. Watch out for that blue box at your door and get your TBR pile stocked and ready. 
Ready for a career in behavioral health? Earn your online degree at Herzing University. Choose from health and human services, psychology, or social work programs. Gain the skills to work, coordinate, and manage nonprofits. Secure a bachelor's in psychology to study mental health or advance your social work career through our online master's of social work. Let us help you become a social change agent. Your future starts now at Herzing University. Text HEALTH to 85109. That's HEALTH to 85109. Or visit herzing.edu. And we are back. back. Thanks so much, so regional good. sponsors. So now... Everyone's favorite moment, living in Sean. Oh, wait. Um. So... Derek proposed. This is where you're wrong. All right. Obviously, it's not the season five finale. Correct. It's the season five, episode 19. Um, so when, at what point in this episode did you realize he was going to actually propose and she was going to say yes instead of no? Because he t- proposes three times in this episode and she says no to of them. I, I knew when Weber was being weird about the elevator. I was like, yeah. okay, Derek is doing something. <laughs> I don't like that he opened the door and it's clean face Derek there. Like, who, yeah. Why did wh- you shave? Did you, it looks so good. You took our Derek from us, Derek. Uh, but not when he my, was talking to Weber, when he was talking to Weber in the room beforehand, he had he the had razor the, in his hand. He had he the was, trimmer in his hand. Yeah. Yeah. That's when he shaved. Yeah. So, but I also was confused leaving that scene because. They just said, I want to spend the rest of my life with each other. Mm-hmm. I didn't actually understand. Oh, they're officially engaged until she told Christina. Because okay. Jessica and I used to tell each other, oh, yeah, the rest of our lives. Let's do this. But there was like, no proposal until there was, was a, a proposal. gesture. Yes, I get it. The grand but gesture he says was the words. I'm not going to ask a question. Well, that's when I was like, okay, so he's not going to ask. He's just going to say, marry me, and then put the ring on her hand and then walk marry away. Marry me is and a say, question. No, marry me is a period, is a, is a statement. <laughs> is a marry command? me? That's what you want to start with? A command? Don't tell me I'm what not to do. saying it's healthy, but he said he's not going to ask a question. I thought he was going to be like, this is a statement. Uh, but yeah, so I when, when Weber was being weird about the elevators, I was like, okay, here comes something in the fucking elevator scene. Like, something's going to happen. Yeah. It was cute, name though. It elevator love letter. Yeah, yeah. And that's when I was like, oh, yeah, that's a good name for, it, you know. It checks episode. the box of, like, being a grand gesture without being, like, a thousand roses. You know that what I mean? That you take away when your ex-wife calls you. Yeah, and it 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 makes a lot of sense for them and their journey. And I yeah. don't hate it as much as I feel like I want to hate it. <laughs> no, it was very cute. The one thing I will say is when he's like, I'm not going to get on a knee. And I'm like, yeah, Derek, way to be progressive, way to be a feminist, way to way to try to tear down the patriarchy. Don't get on one knee like me. And Jessica made me get on one knee anyways. But, you know, <laughs> here we are. She's tearing down the patriarchy by telling you what to do. <laughs> <laughs> so actually, you, you know you this story, right? Have you watched the Barbie movie yet? I swear no. to fucking God. No, Carmen hates haven't. women. Okay. <laughs> I, have a, I have a pink denim jacket. I love women. You're not allowed to wear pink. <laughs> oh, okay. I also can't even, I can't even look Tell at rainbows or unicorns. I was just going to say, when I did propose, I I did not get on one knee. I, I did propose, but it was, I said the physical phrase, will you marry me? But we were like, we had the embrace, like a few moments had passed by. We started walking away from the place that it happened. And she goes, wait, you didn't get down on one knee. And I was like, well, <laughs> No, not in these pants. Like, obviously, I'm not going to do that. And she <laughs> said, it "Well, was get- 2018 pants were tighter." Yeah. Um, no, I my pants no, were more 2017. fitted. It was 2017. It was 2017. Yes, yeah, 2017. 2017 would have been the 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 fittest those pants ever were, <laughs> and now now they're tight, uh, <laughs> or just not. I've had to buy new pants. Um, now they're just joggers. <laughs> yeah. No, I have to cut them. Now they're just fucking <laughs> cut off, tear away pant G shorts, tear away jorts. Oh, good, uh, good. Yeah. So anyways, I have to be like Kim Kardashian. I have to get sewn into my pants now. So Carmen so, couldn't get, well, he said he couldn't, but then he did it anyways. I, I said I wasn't going to. I said I didn't want to, not in these pants. I didn't want to get the pants dirty. It was not about the tightness of the pants. Uh, it was about the quality okay, of the okay. pants. 
I said, not in these pants. Uh, oh, I had full mobility in those pants. You know what I mean? So anyways, no. I got done. I got. <laughs> <laughs> Carmen, I need you to explain. What do you mean by that? I don't know what you mean. You could walk around in your pants like solid purchase. Like, why are you making that face and that tone of voice like it's about your wiener? Yo, I fucked in those pants. That's no, you didn't. I didn't. I took them off. <laughs> okay, so you got down on one knee. But the then I pants. got down on one knee and I was like, all right, Jessica, will you marry me? And the ring was already on her finger. She'd already said yes. And she's like, yes. And I was like, okay, this was this was just literally for no reason. And I was annoyed, but I did it. Because I love my wife. Fun fact. We were pretty confident that, and by we, I mean Jessica and I, we're pretty confident that Carmen was going to propose on the trip to California that they were on. And this was like, what, one of like the first nights that you were there, right? It was the first night. It was the first night. Yeah, and they were going to a nice dinner. Yeah. And (laughs) Jessica texted me and was like, he's not proposing tonight. And I was like, what? Why are you saying that? Because his pants are really tight and I would see the ring ring box if it was in there. Meanwhile, Carmen had spent like 20 minutes in the bathroom trying to find somewhere he could put the ring and not have it be obvious. So he's like trying to shove it in his sock, in different parts of his pants. The box, the the ring box. And then he just took the ring without the box. That's what you landed on. So again, 2017 guys, pants were a lot tighter. Um, And so I'm like, Jessica, you you maybe it's in his butthole like you don't know what you're talking about like and then you know four hours later she calls me and she's like we got engaged and i'm like yeah no shit (laughs) well we also were in a fight earlier (laughs) of course you were in a fight and we yeah we were in a we were in a a fight earlier and she basically was like you don't even have a ring what's the point and i was like in my head i'm like i'm in the fucking clear this is great so (laughs) yeah so but yeah Good times. And here we are. Anyways, um, but Derek's grand gesture. It's so, funny when, it's so funny to me when boys are nervous, even though they know the person's going to say yes. Like, I went with Michael to pick out my engagement ring before he proposed, and he was still so nervous when he proposed. My my thing was, once you propose to someone, you you can't undo proposing. You've At that point, whether they say yes or no, you are someone who has proposed to someone. Yeah. It's like, you're, you're, you have been engaged. You live your life whether this person dies whether they break it off whether you get married or you get and you get divorced or you get married and you go on with the rest of your life you have proposed to someone if jessica and i get divorced i will always have been married to her if we if i proposed to her and then we broke off the engagement i would have always had been someone who was engaged you know there's just a finality to it i just like don't i just think it's cute but but that was that was the thing that was making me nervous it was the finality of it i'm like okay there's uh, once i do this I can never be someone who's never proposed to someone before. That person, that old Carmen, can't come to the phone right now because he's dead. Yeah, you know? but that's true for like a lot of things, so I don't yeah. understand that. But I, I, I hear what you're saying. It just doesn't resonate with me. That's fair. Well, you didn't propose. Well, no, but I get proposed to constantly. Yeah. Proposed yes. to have sex. I have been proposed to more than one time. I've only really? said yes one time, though. really good times guys were both of them michael no only one of them was michael i did not know (laughs) this yeah patreon (laughs) patreon (laughs) i don't know that i want it on the internet even if it's behind a paywall that's fair well it's it's a lot of money they have to pay a thousand dollars to hear that story if you want to pay us a thousand dollars kelsey will tell you the story of when we get famous enough to go on a tour take the podcast on tour i'll tell it at, at a tour stop I'll tell it there at we a go tour stop. you heard it here first folks wait till we're famous <laughs> make us famous um okay Patreon. so uh tell your friends share this to your instagram and facebook account okay so okay so Meredith is at the house and Derek comes to the house with his suit. Like he's bringing his belongings back because they have forgiven each other, even though he didn't apologize because why would he apologize? Um, uh, Meredith's like, do you want some coffee? And he sits down and just puts the ring on the table. I do not know if it is the same ring. I really don't know. 
Yeah, I I don't either. I would have to imagine it is the same ring because his mom made a whole big deal about how yeah. it's it's like and also that that makes what he did even more of an asshole thing. He's like, I didn't give this to you for Addison, but you get to give it to Meredith. It's a family heirloom. Let me just hit it with a fucking baseball bat. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. He sucks. Um in that moment. So he, he puts the ring down and she's like not like no, this. Not like, not like this. Uh, today is about Izzy and I can't and about you coming back to work and being okay. And like, that's what today is about. And like, I, that's not what, this is not how we're getting engaged. Yeah. Um, and he's like, cool. I'm going to take a shower. And she's like, great. This is uh great. This feels amazing. Um, <laughs> and so then was there anything else that happened at the hospital with Derek? And everybody that we didn't cover in the Izzy thing. Well, pr- prior oh, with, to the surgery, sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. She she brings him the ferry boat. Uh, well, before that, he's in the OR by himself, like kind of like oh, re- yeah. like regrounding himself in the OR and what it feels like and like where he wants to be mentally. And he's just like going over everything, and he's a little shaky. And he starts over, and he's like going over everything. So I liked that moment, and it was very quiet. That moment was done in like quiet, and I liked that a lot. Um, you know, in the eye of a hurricane, there is quiet. There is quiet. Um, for just a moment. And then, yeah, so then they're scrubbing in. He's scrubbing in with Richard. And um, ba- or Meredith comes in, and which Richard says it's it's not a good time. And she just gives Richard the ferry boat scrub back. And she's like, well, he should have his ferry boat scrub cap because he loves ferry boats. And then she leaves. Cute, and, cute moment. Yes, very nice. Um, and Derek comes after her and is like, I'm not ready. And she's like, you are ready. Like, y- I know you can do this. And he's like, but I need to know that no matter what happens, uh, I, you, you're going to be with me. And she's like, no, I'm not going to stand here and like, let it be okay if Izzy dies because we'll be together. Like, I love you and I know you can do this. And then she walks away. It was it wasn't interesting. I had to watch that one a couple of times. Yeah. Which was she saying that I'm I need to be allowed to be upset with you if Izzy doesn't make it through the surgery. Is that basically what she was saying? Like I need the room to grieve and if that means being angry at you, I need that to be okay and not be engaged if if she dies. If you if you kill her, I need I need to be able to be mad at you. Was that what like I mean, I think maybe but also I think it's about him being being she's like i'm not gonna get engaged to you because of izzy like i don't want you to have proposed to me because you're uncertain about something else like you need to propose to me because you're certain about marrying me not because you don't know if you can do a surgery like it's just like not the way you want to get engaged yeah no one wants that no one wants that but yeah, I thought it was a good scene. He basically comes out and he's like, love me. And she's like, I do. The, the yeah. fuck? Like, I yeah. just need you to shut up, dude. It's also okay. When, um, when Derek goes into the surgery after that conversation, it is like very slow-mo and like like dramatic music, but it doesn't feel melodrama. Like it feels like the appropriate amount of like appreciation for the gravity of what like Izzy being the patient Derek coming back after this, you know, mental breakdown situation. Yeah. yeah. So I know like a couple weeks ago we had that really drama thing and I was like, I hate this, but this I feel like was not anything like that at all. Yeah. Um, then no, he it was... says, it's beautiful night to save lives. Let's do it. He does it. He fucking gets his mojo back. I love it. Um, again, never hated Derek as a doctor. Well, that's not true. I'm sure I have hated Derek as a doctor, but I mostly hate Derek as a person. Good doctoring. Yeah. Uh, and then, so then we get the scene where, uh, Richard is in like the lounge and Derek's there and he's like, why aren't you and Meredith celebrating the surgery went so well. And Derek says, she turned me down twice. She says she understands what happens and she forgives me, but I don't know. And Richard says, ah, oh, you showed her your dark side. She doesn't strike me as someone who's afraid of the dark, which I, I love that line. That's amazing. That's such a good line. Um, yeah. And Richard says, do you know that it was Meredith's idea to ask Izzy if she wanted to harvest her eggs so that Izzy could have a chance at the future she wanted? 
the future at Eric. She was confident that you'd succeed today. Meredith believes in you. And that is what like, like the switch flips for him. And he's like, Oh, she just didn't want it to be about this. She wanted it to be about us. And that's what I think the elevator scene is, is it's about them. It's about their journey together about her journey as a surgeon, his journey as a surgeon, how they make each other better. Even though sometimes they do the opposite. Right. It doesn't always work the way that we want it. It just happens. So yeah, Chris or Meredith tries to go get on the elevator. (laughs) The wrong one opens and Richard's like, not that (laughs) elevator. It's very funny to me. Yeah. Um, Then the elevator opens and Richard goes, we'll go on. And Derek goes, hi, come on in. <laughs> it's a fucking <laughs> infomercial. Um, yeah. But I do like it. It's the CT of Katie Bryce to the girl from the pilot. Um, I have his whole speech. Do you want me to read it or do you just want to talk about it? Um, no, go ahead and yeah, read it. Read it. Okay. Is it a lot? It's a, it's medium. It's fine. Yeah, that's um, fine. Yeah, It was the first surgery we ever scrubbed in together on our first save right here is a cerebral cyst tough save, but we did it. I kissed you in the stairwell after the surgery. And this right here is where Dr. Bailey kicked you out of the surgery because she caught us in your driveway in my car, which I forgot about. (laughs) And right here, this was a seven hour craniotomy and you held the clamp the entire time. Never flinched. That's when I knew you were going to be an incredible surgeon. Bethan Monroe made our clinical trial a success by surviving. You talked me into putting her under. That's when I knew I needed you. And this is today. The post-op head CT of Izzy Stevens. See that right there? Tumor free because of you. You got me into the OR. If there is a crisis, you don't freeze. You move forward. You get the rest of us to move forward because you've seen worse. You've survived worse. And you know we'll survive too. You say you're dark and twisty. It's not a flaw. It's a strength. It makes you who you are. I'm not going to get down on one knee. I'm not going to ask a question. I love you, Meredith Gray, and I want to spend the rest of my life with you. And she says, and I want to spend the rest of my life with you. Bum, 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 bum. Bum, 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 bum. So, good stuff. It's very cute. Um, Cute. Big, big gesture, which is, you know, what Derek wants, but not a big gesture that doesn't make sense for Meredith, which I like because the stupid roses are not Meredith. That's Derek. So it's a big gesture and it means something to her because it means something to them. Also yeah. good news is he has no tumor in her brain. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so that's, that's the Derek and Meredith the, proposal I, and engagement. Also, I, right before this, I will say um, to you, Kelsey, um, I was a little bit checked out of the conversation because my computer told me, hey, you have no storage on your computer left anymore. Oh, so, good. Yeah. So um, it, it's good. I made some storage, but the recording had stopped on my on on my program here. So I'm mm-hmm. going to have to use this, the Zencaster file, the B-team be file. But while I was doing that, I just wanted to make sure, I don't know if you'd said this, there was that scene where um, Weber is talking to him and, and Derek's like, she turned me down twice. And I wanted to be yeah. like, bro, you fucking like. Was it? Yeah, that was, those were not real. But yeah. you ha- First off, you half-assed those proposals and don't put that on her. You were not in the right mental spa- space. Like, fuck yeah. off. Those were that like, if she had said yes, then those would be bad proposal stories. Terrible. Like Derek came back to my house after being drunk in the woods for like a week straight and just put a ring on a table because he needed a confidence boost to go back to work. And, and I've never, we we've never <laughs> been more in love. <laughs> yeah. Like that's like, and I'm not saying that every proposal needs to be like a big deal. Like I was always very upfront with Michael. Like you don't need to propose to me in public because uh, I'm very extroverted, but he's very introverted. And I didn't think that would ever be something he would want to do and so i told him i was like you don't need to do this like if you like if you want it to be like super private and personal that's fine with me like know that it doesn't need to be like a big deal um and i think that's true for every couple like there's different things for everyone um yeah and uh god who was i talking to lately that like said they got engaged like over a text message or something I don't no even offense. Who it was. No offense. <laughs> Woof. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't even know. It was like a conversation of like, well, I guess we should get married now or something like that. I don't even know who it was, but 
it's like everyone's story is different and that's fine. I don't think you have to be like, you know, a big gesture, a billion lights, a big sign in a public place that says, will you marry me? A, but a, you know, a thousand roses on a beach or whatever. Like it doesn't, as long as it's right for your couple and your journey, then I think it's fine. Yeah. Like that's my opinion. I, I would agree with that. Um, so yeah. And I get yours. You guys were super private. Like it was just the two of you. Well, yes, but we were, we were on top of, but like it was, it was at night, just the two of you like out and about on top of the convention center overlooking the San Diego Harbor. Mm, There it is. Lovely, lovely visit. Um, so yeah, that's the Derek and Meredith and everything. I love it. I'm trying to go back and think if there, I'm looking through if there's any other notes that I had. Uh, obviously, it's the last scene that we get is with uh, Meredith and and Christina, and she says, I'm engaged. I broke up with Owen. And then yeah. Alex says, fucking snooched into a cup. Fucking weird. <laughs> I'll, I'll never get over that. Um, and then, obviously, you know, we have Hunt getting his PTSD looked at, his brain mm-hmm, scanned. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he apologizes. Yeah. Miracles. Also, I said this to Kelsey uh, in between or uh, right before we started. If you have haven't heard last episode or if you had heard, obviously there was a lot of notes for the interns. Not a single fucking note that I wrote for the intern line. Yeah, this we episode. really had like um, a drop off. Like they were a huge drop off in the last episode and absolutely not at all involved in this episode. So that was nothing fun. Yeah. Um. But, but uh, yeah. Pierce still had the the mark around his eye, so they're be yes. at least being consistent, consistent like consistency yeah. to the story. So. Let's rate it. Let's rate it. I'm gonna say four point three. I'm not too far off. I'm saying three point eight. Ooh, you went under four. That's bold. It's here's the thing. Last episode was just so fucking good. Last episode was so good. Like, so fucking good. Yeah. I'm happy that Derek and Meredith are engaged because I called it. I didn't get the right timing. I'm happy that Izzy has no tumor, but she's still dying on the season five finale. (sighs) I just, it was... It's hard. It's hard when this is the back, like the episode that comes right on the heels of the other episode. That's the only, I think if I just watched this one and we didn't just watch the other one, I think it breaks a four just barely. I think I'm at like a 4.1, 4.2 closer to you, but I can't, I can't get over how good last episode was. It was really good. I'm Um, sorry. If this is one of your favorite uh, episodes out there, people, I am sorry. I will say when I was reading the blog on this one, the, the writer was saying they didn't want to do any like crazy medical thing because they wanted this episode to just like sit in itself and what it was and like what it meant for like Izzy and Alex and Meredith and Derek and Christina and Owen, like they didn't want to have like a giant medical thing also happening. So that's why that way it is like more chill. It is a giant medical thing though. I mean, it is Izzy. Yeah, Izzy but is like the not, you know, thing. a face transplant or intestines right. in the hand or a right. plane crash or a train crash, whatever. Aunt Joyce so. does die. She did die and then continue to have a heartbeat. Right. Um. So, yeah. I, yeah, it, it, I feel bad. Um. But I also, in between these episodes, finished watching the newest episode of Ahsoka. It was this episode was not as good as the last one. Oh, fuck. Well, but, we started watching the Clone Wars, so eventually I'll get to Ahsoka. There you go. Again, Rebels is more. We're, relevant. we're also going to be watching Rebels. You've got a long way to go. I am aware. Yeah. Then once you get once you finish those, and you have to watch the Bad Batch. Apparently. Oh yeah, I actually did want to watch that though. I started watching. Like I, I, like halfway alley. through. I tried. I tried so hard. And this is neither here nor there. Okay. So what do predict, I need to predict for you? Uh, when will Meredith and Derek get married? And what will it look like? I don't know that they're going to get married. Okay. They're just going to be engaged forever or they're going to break up. 
they're gonna they're gonna break up, or or Derek, or they'll kill Derek, or they'll kill okay. off Derek. Because here's and is what he I simultaneously. No, 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 different different dramas. They need all the content they can get. <laughs> I have a hard time. The only the only reason that I say this is Meredith stays in the show through season nineteen. I don't know that Derek is still in the show. I am assuming because he got a lot of other acting jobs that he is not in the show through season 19. That's my assumption. So if I use deductive reasoning. When you say a lot of other acting jobs, what are you referring to? Enchanted. Okay. (laughs) Also, I can't actually look up his IMDb or else this will spoil it for me. Yeah. So... I can't be like, oh, what else was he in? Oh, yes. Yeah, five seasons of, of Grey's Anatomy. Well, fuck. Uh, I didn't actually do that. I didn't. I haven't looked him up. So either they break up or he dies. But there's got to be a way that they explain that he's no longer in the show. And she is. So I think that the, the breakup happens or he... Or he dies. He died. No official prediction. He dies on the way to the wedding. Okay. Season eight. Okay. Oh, that's a long but, engagement. Well, no, those those three seasons are over the course of six months. Oh, well, you're right. You're right. <laughs> that's a long my engagement prediction. for us. Yes. yes. <laughs> Normal engagement for them. What else do I need to predict for you? Um, uh, Alex and Izzy. Alex is going to take the fertilized eggs and raise a child after Izzy dies in the season five finale. Who carries that child? Ava. (laughs) Okay. No, I don't know. He finds a surrogate. He's making doctor money because he's the future of the hospital. Okay, okay. Um, Maybe Adele carries it. Stop. Oh, my God. Um, George. George and Callie are definitely getting back together. (laughs) And Arizona, too. So George and Callie in Arizona are going to have a threesome. Okay, what about George and Izzy? Are they still friends? They're still friends. Uh, I don't know what that looks like, but yeah. also I don't think that George and Callie and, Izzy are, or, <laughs> and, and Arizona are going to actually have a threesome because Callie's going to be busy having a th- threesome with, with Mark and Han while Lexi watches. Um, I do, I do think that we're this, this kind of like broke the seal on their friendship. So I hope to see more about uh, like uh, around their friendship piece, mm-hmm. but the Izzy and George side of things, I hope he gets over his own shit because yeah. like what a stupid fucking reason to not see your best friend quote unquote die. Um, what about Christina and hunt? I'm torn on this one. I don't, I don't know that they're done being romantically involved. I think in in I'm trying to also put my, myself into the mind space of when they wrote this show and like when things were happening. I think there's a there's a there's like a final will they won't they that happens with Derek and Meredith mm-hmm. because she's accepted the proposal. Although anything can happen with Shonda, obviously, but I think that Christina and Hunt take over the will they won't they relationship because you have. Mark and Lexi together. You have Derek mm-hmm. and Meredith together. You have um, Izzy and Alex together. George is kind of in his own limbo. I assume that him and Olivia end up together. Uh, <laughs> I'm kidding. Although, where is Olivia? <laughs> I knew you were going to do it. So, I I just feel like Christina and Hunt are going to be taking over the will-they-won't-they they situation for the show. For now. Okay. Um, oh, uh, Derek and Mark. Yeah. Have I predicted the timeline of when they reconcile? Um, maybe, but I don't remember. They, they will for sure reconcile before the end of this season, 
but I need Weber now that Derek's back to apologize to Mark in some way. Wait, Weber? Derek. I need yeah. No, I need Weber to apologize to Mark. Because oh, he was like, hey, Mark, hey, Mark like, where's Derek? Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I mean, everyone at this point, everyone needs to apologize to Mark, really, realistically. I agree. Weber he, needs to apologize to most people also. <laughs> yes, yes. He's he's uh he's last on he's on the bottom of my list when I write everyone's names now, because I'm mad at him. <laughs> so yeah. But I, so, okay, so wait, when do you think that they're gonna get over? They'll their reconcile fight? before the end of season five. Okay. But Mark deserves an apology from Weber within the next two episodes. Okay. Yeah. Um, I guess predict Izzy. I mean, I know you think she's going to die in the season five finale. Um, and be done with the show. But do you have anything like more immediate? Like they got the tumor out. What now? They got I, the tumor I out really, of her brain. I, I don't know. I really don't know. I need to see the next episode. To, to figure out kind of how the rest of the season is going to wrap up and how they, how they get to the point of killing her. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I'm not prepared to make a prediction on that, but I am, okay. I am hoping that there's some level of symmetry and beauty that someone cuts her LVAD wire. <laughs> don't know if she's going to be on an LVAD wire. I don't think they give those up for cancer. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, maybe the so radiation sorry. gives her heart failure. Maybe someone will cut her radiation chemo, wire, chemo tube. Yeah. Anyways, that's all I got. Any other predictions I need to make? Or are we good? I don't think so. I think that's it. Do you have anything to say? I don't, but I think you do. I do. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, we hope you enjoyed this one. We hope you're enjoying the new format. If not, please let us know. And if yes, please let us know. Um, you can send me an email at grazeacademypod at gmail.com with anything uh, you feel like we're missing or you just have thoughts on or if you just want to like tell me what's going on in your life and like where you are in your rewatch, your favorite episodes, whatever. If you want to join Patreon, you can be on our Discord and chat with us there. You can follow us on Instagram, grazeacademypod, uh, carmen.gabriel.official, chaotically kelsey you can share us on all the things rate us leave a review um make sure you're subscribed follow everywhere you can please 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 keep telling your friends and your family and anybody you think would like the show and uh if you see carmen walking down the street just remember no spoilies don't even think about it and we will see you all in the next one